Hey, what's up everybody? Zaya from Carnuba Detailing here and welcome to yet another episode of the Carnuba Detailing Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us if you are a returning viewer or listener. And if you're new to the podcast or the YouTube channel, make sure to follow, like, and subscribe for more future awesome detailing content. So let's go ahead and jump straight into what we're going to be talking about today and that is going to be packaging and pricing. Now, over the past few weeks, a lot, a lot of people have been messaging me on Instagram, emailing me, um, Facebook messages and things of that nature on packaging and pricing. So I might as well go ahead and make a podcast and a video about it. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. So I guess the first thing that a lot of people have an issue with is where do I start? And I want to ask you guys this, if you are starting a mobile detailing company or a car detailing company or anything of that nature, um, you got to ask yourself, what is your mission? What are you trying to do? What customer segment are you, are you trying to chase after? What tar- what's your target market? Um, what need are you trying to fulfill at the end of the day in your community? These are all things that you have to go ahead and take in consideration. So, for example, mobile detailing. What's so great about mobile detailing? The convenience aspect of it. But then again, you also have to ask yourself, what type of mobile detailing services are you trying to provide? Are you just going to be that car wash guy or girl that just goes around doing three, four, five, six vehicles a day, doing maintenance washes and things of that nature? Or are you going to be providing mobile correction services, ceramic coatings and things of that nature, depending on your climate and weather at the time of your location? Um, these are all things you have to take in consideration. When I started Carnuba Detailing, I knew that convenience is one of my main priorities, um, and that's why I started off mobile, uh, and also I thought it was the best thing to do because it does have less overhead compared to a shop um, operation, so I did jump into the mobile detailing aspect, and a lot lot of people underestimate the importance of convenience nowadays, guys. You guys got to really pay attention to convenience, not only for your services, but also the way people book their services, whether it be via phone, text message, online. I provide all those options. Customers can contact me via text message, email, over the phone, or even book an appointment consultation online as well. So I really make sure that everything is convenient from the time that my customer sees my branding and image and logo and website all the way to the service and even after that, making sure to do follow-up phone calls with them, answer any questions that they provide during that time and all that good stuff as well. So convenience is a big thing, guys. And if you are mobile, that's something that you really, really need to push when it comes to your services. But all the other mobile detailers have that as well. So what's a unique value proposition that you guys can provide to your customers um, that make you stand out from everyone else? And that's something I want you guys to think about. I'm going to do a follow-up video on that as well later down the line. But go ahead, brainstorm a little bit. What makes you, your business, and your services different from every single other mobile detailer detailer in your market and you can't just say well um i provide this and that well if it's something if you think your unique value proposition is something that another person can replicate it's not very unique so keep that in mind as well okay um like let's say unique value proposition example one my services are eco-friendly what 
at any day and at any time, your competition can go ahead and become eco-friendly as well. So that's a perfect example on how that is not a good unique value proposition. So please pay attention to that. But let's go ahead and jump. After you figure out exactly what you want to provide, the value you want to provide to your community, are you going to be a high-end detail? Are you going to be a mid-range? Are you going to be a car wash type of guy? And there's nothing wrong with any of those categories. They're just different types of categories. And some do all and some do just certain aspects of detail such as um, you know paint correction specialists and things like that I personally provide pretty much all services services sir, blah, 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 sorry I can't talk right now services um, except for just a regular wash service unless the vehicle has been ceramic coated by me and only me and a service only by me that's the only time I offer a wash service and my wash services aren't cheap typically in my area um, a typical wash goes for around 40 to 45 dollars I don't know how people make a living off of that, but for my maintenance wash on ceramic coated vehicles for a small coupe or sedan starts anywhere between $60 to $80, depending on the condition of the vehicle at the time, and that is just for a basic wash. Um, just to give you an example, okay? I don't do them very often. Um, typically, uh, what happens is customers get their vehicles ceramic coated. I educate them to the best of my ability, but human laziness kicks in and they kind of go to the automatic car wash and things of that nature, which is um, very typical. Uh, but again, you do have to do your best to go ahead and educate your customers and clientele after they get their vehicle serviced by you, the importance of not taking it to an automatic car wash. Not to say that I don't have customers that I still do maintenance services for. I do have plenty. Um, and I love those customers because they understand the importance of actually getting a quality hand wash over um, getting something such as an automatic car wash or even a hand wash at um, these quote-unquote chain detail lo locations. Uh, that's something you have to watch out for as well. And actually, in interesting story. Um, just yesterday, I received a phone call from an individual um, calling about a 2018 Honda Civic Black. He took it to a local um, automatic car wash but also detail shop location where they have two um, kind of like areas on what they do their higher end detailing and then they have their automatic and hand washes by their team at that location and the vehicle was marred and scratched to hell um, it was so bad that it literally looked like someone took 2000 or 1500 grit sandpaper and just rubbed it all over the surface of this vehicle. And what happened was a few cars prior to this individual's car was covered in mud, covered in dirt. They let it in and they didn't maintain the actual um, mitts that they were using for their hand wash and also their automatic car wash. And it completely marred this customer's vehicle surface and I'm sure plenty of other customers as well. Now, the question is, how do we fix that? Because the automatic car wash location did notice that it was their fault. And a lot of car wash locations don't admit that damage like that is caused by their machines or by their employees throughout the hand wash and automatic car wash process. So it was nice to see that this location was actually taking that into consideration, admitting that it was their fault. Well, um, after further examination of the vehicle, oh, excuse my phone. Let me go ahead and mute that real quick. After further examination of 
the vehicle via photos and under some quality lighting, uh, I realized this was going to need a two-step correction uh, for sure. And I quoted the customer and the customer is sending it out to the car wash company because they're going to be paying for it out of pocket. Obviously, the customer isn't going to be paying for it. Um, and then we're going to go ahead and take it from there. But that's just a perfect example, guys. I know that's a little off topic on how automatic car washes and those hand wash locations aren't always the best. So watch out for those. Um, but back to the point that I was trying to make just a little bit ago, I went completely off topic there. Forgive me about that, but packages. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about packages guys. Um, when I started out, I really, really want, again, I really wanted to focus on convenience for the customer. And that also meant on how my packages and everything was set, were set up. And I tried making all my packages a la carte, meaning my customer can go ahead and pick and choose exactly the services that they want for their package. For example, maybe they want to wash with a clay bar, clay bar service, a uh, 12-month sealant, and then they go ahead and throw in an interior detail. So everything from setting up the exterior package and also setting up the interior package was all a la carte. So for interior, the shampoo was a la carte, the vacuuming was a la carte, so they can go ahead and pick and choose. It sounds good in theory, thinking that um, uh, your potential customer can go ahead and pick and choose exactly what they want from their service, but it doesn't work. So do not go that route. The issue that you run into is um, your customer at the end of the day, don't really know what they want to go ahead and get their vehicle to its maximum potential. You do though. You are supposed to be the expert, the professional that advises the customer exactly what they need and exactly what they don't need. And that's why I go. I went ahead, changed that up, and I developed specific packages for the exterior and interior. Okay, um, and also for my ceramic coating services and pretty much the works. All right. So these packages are developed to a point. Um, at least my packages are where if a customer brings in a vehicle. I can go ahead, for example, my interior services are um, labeled as stages. So stage one, stage two, and stage three. Stage one is good condition, stage two is moderate, and then stage three is bad. And each stage, um, you go ahead and you judge yourself. You are the professional. You go ahead and see, examine the vehicle, and kind of decide what stage that vehicle qualifies for to go ahead and get it to your expectations or in my scenario, my expectations for a vehicle. I don't want to just take a vehicle and detail it and let it out at the end of the day into the world because that vehicle technically has my name on it at this point because I was the last one who detailed it and touched it. I want to make sure that that car looks awesome after I'm done with it. Not to say that it's going to look perfect, but I want to get it to its maximum potential within the budget that we are able to work with with the customer. Okay. So you're more than welcome to go ahead and check out my packages on my website. I'll leave a link in the description below. Go ahead, check it out, scroll through, spend some time. I don't specifically have prices on my website and for good reason. Um, everything pretty much requires either an over-the-phone consultation with photos or an in-person consultation as well. Uh, but you can go ahead and see how I structured my packages. Now, I still do have some a la carte services, uh, services, Oh my gosh, I can't say this word today. Services, there we go. I do still have some a la carte on my website, but for specific services that aren't 
really needed at the end of the day. For example, FabricGuard. Um, not every one of my packages come with FabricGuard. That's something that my customer can go ahead and add onto a package if they would like and it's listed as a la carte. That's a perfect example right there. Or another one for exterior, maybe a Carnuba hand wax. I don't offer a Carnuba hand wax for my package services, everything is, comes with sealants or coatings nowadays for me, um, just because they are far more durable, add a lot more gloss and shine. But if my clientele or customer does want a little bit more depth to the paint without necessarily spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on a paint correction service, that a la carte service with the Carnuba wax can be an option for them. Now, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about pricing. Now, this... I find is the biggest issue with a lot of mobile detailers especially. And when I started out, and I still have, I'm still progressing, guys. Everything that I tell you throughout this podcast and through these videos are from a place of intuition and some experience. So don't take everything I say to you as written in stone. I want you guys to do your own thinking, question everything I say, do your own research and try to figure stuff out yourself. But this is just what I have experienced throughout my lifetime starting up this business as someone who started really recently, only about two years ago, um, in one year in Arizona. So I, I come, I come to you from a place of intuition. So please remember that. Now, um, moving on to prices. You set your prices because you set your expectations, guys. Um, at the end of the day. Um, your, your, your prices are based on your skill level, your talents, and the results that you provide, not your customer's budget. Please do remember that. Your prices and services are based off of your expectations, your results, and your talents, and not your customer's wallet or budget. Please do remember that. Because when I started out detailing, it was I talked to my customer or my potential customer and we went ahead and decided on a package and I asked, okay, so how much that would that start off for my vehicle? Well, sir or ma'am, it starts off at around $300. Ooh, that's a bit too much out of my budget. Well, sir or ma'am, I can go ahead and throw in a 15% discount for you. That is what a lot of guys do. And that is exactly what I did. I don't do it anymore, but I was there at one time and I have changed my game to a point where I really don't offer any discounts nowadays. Um, some guys might say that's bad. Some guys might say that's great. Some guys might be neutral on that fact. But for me personally, and from what I've learned from my mentors, such as Renny Doyle, Art Baca, William Lara, all these amazing detailers that have built successful detailing locations, multiple locations for some of the, these individuals and are killing it in the industry right now have done it themselves. Um, and that's the advice that they give to me. And after I committed myself to actually going for the budget that I set and the price that I set, things have been a lot better for me. I don't really get too much lashback nowadays when it comes to my prices. Yes, you're going to run into the customer that's price shopping. And if it's if there's someone price shopping um, and looking for the lowest price, that's not the customer you want at the end of the day. You want someone that respects the talent and skill and experience and knowledge that you have and pay for it at the end of the day. You know, if I I don't I don't want to work with someone that's only looking for the lowest price on the market. If you're looking for the lowest price, that's not me. If you're looking for the highest quality service in your area and the best results, 
You're coming to the right guy now. Not to say that there aren't other individuals in my market that offer amazing results just as good as mine because there are. I'm never going to tell you guys that I'm the highest skilled or qualified or best results kind of guy on the market. But you have to, at the end of the day, believe in yourself to the point of that nature in order to succeed, guys. You really have to have some confidence in yourself. And, and that, that's the confidence that I'm trying to portray in myself. But there are individuals, guys, in my local market that kick ass out there. I follow them on Instagram. We talk one-to-one. We're friends. We're companions. We're not competition at the end of the day because there are millions and millions and millions of cars out there and there's only so many quality detailers all right so keep that in mind there's more than enough cars to go around for everyone so don't get into competition with people be friends be companions help each other out help the community help the industry and kick ass all right but back to the prices guys um my minimum that i try to make is around 80 to 100 dollars an hour uh, for example, if I'm doing a one-step polish um, for a small coupe, so let's say a Ford Mustang or maybe a four-door sedan like a Kia Rio or something like that, that starts anywhere from $300 to $350, and I'd be able to knock out a one-step polish with a quality six-month to 12-month sealant on there within that three, three-and-a-half, or four-hour mark, and the car looks awesome afterwards. So that's just kind of like a perfect example on how you want to go ahead and structure your packages. Um, uh, and again, guys, don't fall in the trap of whether your customer can afford you or not afford you. Now, I, I do offer military discounts. It's something that I do do. That's the only discount I do offer a year long um, for my customers. And that's because I just want to say thank you to my military brothers and sisters out there. I'm um, currently a reservist right now, and I respect the people that are on active duty and, and serving country and everything like that. So I do offer a military discount, but that is the only discount I offer. Not to say I don't do promotions. That's something you could do as well. Rather than giving a discount, maybe give a free service, such as maybe an engine bay detail or maybe a glass parency window coating or something like that because um, like Rennie said, people get used to discounts but they never get used to free because how can your customer expect you to give something free to them every single time? And this was a great conversation I, I, I had with um, detail entrepreneurs on Instagram. Go ahead and check them out. And we talked about on a live stream on Instagram on Black Friday discounts and Black Friday sales and why it's maybe something you don't want to do or maybe something that you do want to do. My personal opinion on Black Friday sales, and it's not because I'm prideful or anything like that. It's it's more so business-oriented. People are willing to wait for something like a detailing service until the sales come out. So if you are doing really big Black Friday sales, what would happen is your customer that's looking for that major detail, that refresh for their vehicle, maybe they do it seasonally or yearly on their vehicle, they're just gonna wait for the Black Friday sale. And that's just gonna kill your margins at the end of the day. Now, I, I'm more than happy to do a promotion, like I said, give a free glass parency service or something like that, but doing a 25 or 30% discount on Black Friday is not something that I want to do. And it, it's sad to see so many individuals doing that because, I mean, I saw discounts as big as 50% 
on Black Friday. And not even just regular services, I'm talking like ceramic coating services. People were offering things such as lifetime coatings with a two-step correction for under $1,000 to $1,500, depending on the size of the vehicle. Now those packages are three, $4,000 packages regularly, and they're just they're basically offering at 50% plus discounts on Black Friday. How does that make your brand, your image of your company, you as a professional detailer look like? I don't think very good. For me personally, I think that looks like kind of a bit desperate during the holidays, don't you think? Um, If you see a detailer just slashing the prices so dramatically for Black Friday, you know, okay, I get 10, 15, 20% off of your services, but up to 40, 50, 60% off of your ceramic coating services, that's not something that I'm personally into, but it is something that you should think about and see if doing discounts, doing sales are beneficial for you at the end of the day. For me personally, and um, the people that I'm working with right now, um, it's just not beneficial for me. Uh, And with the prices that I have, I'm not the cheapest in my area. I wouldn't say I'm the most expensive, but I am a lot pricier than I would say 80% of my local market in surprise. And um, at the end of the day, seven, eight out of 10 of my customers still tip me after their service as well. So it just goes to show that The people that you find and you want to work with are the ones that respect you, the services that you provide, and the the effort that you put into your services as well, all right? Um, So we talked a little bit about packages. We talked a little bit about pricing. We talked about how you are the one that needs to set your pricing because you set your pricing based off of your results and not your customer's budget, which is, I think, 100% true at the end of the day. Not to say that, don't be that asshole that thinks you're worth a million bucks, okay? Um, Who who was the, Jordan Peterson, said i i don't want to i don't have the exact quote but he said something like you're really not worth nothing at that you're really not worth anything at the end of the day but you have to prove your worth to your community and to the world so don't think you could just go out there and start charging um a hundred dollars an hour or five hundred dollars for a one-step paint correction and a sealant or anything like that because the market will backlash at you. You do have to prove your worth over time. Now, like I said, I've been doing this for a year now, and it's been a super, super slow grind, at least in my mind, but I was constantly, constantly pushing my quality, my results, and to all the people that I spoke with, whether it be family, friends, community members, and it wasn't in a sales or anything kind of pushy um, kind of way. It was just talking to people, guys. People do not like salespeople, all right? Just talk to people normally and answer questions. And that's kind of how I got to where I am right now. Is I just stood in the crowd and told everyone that, hey, if you need any help with automotive detailing in general, not just services, I don't, I'm not asking you to buy my services or anything. I just want to help you maintain your car. And that right there started the relationship to actually purchasing one of my services. Offer help, offer your community knowledge and education, and they'll come to you when they have questions. And after that point, 
they'll also come to you for your services as well. Um, just something that I know through my experience has worked for me. Um, I don't, I'm not a pushy sales kind of guy. If you call me and ask about my services and say, well, another individual offers it at a lesser price. All I say is like, all right, sir, um, just make sure that you check out the reviews, their testimonials, and also see if they're a certified detailer. That's also very important as well. You want to make sure that you're, the detail you're working with is someone that's educated, trained, and knows what they're doing to protect your investment uh, because at the end of the day guys cars are investments for a lot of people um, we want to make them a safe and habitable place when it comes to the interior looking nice clean and fresh for family and kids and, and pets as well and then we want to make the exterior look popping as well so um, these are all things that you want to take in consideration guys so we spoke a little bit of packages we spoke a little bit about pricing um, we spoke a little bit about discounts and things like that this podcast was just a little bit of everything um, if you guys have any questions later down the line please feel free to go ahead and comment below i'd be more than happy to help you out with them um, besides that make sure to like follow subscribe check out my instagram page and all that good stuff and like always guys thank you so much for watching i guess one last thing i want to add before we end this podcast is um again guys please take everything that i say with a grain of salt i'm just here to help you out to the best of my ability when it comes to beginners out there that are trying to details enthusiasts or whether you're trying to start a detailing business or anything like that i don't know everything i never claim to know everything um i'm just here to help you out the best i can um, all the knowledge that I provide you um, is not just from my own experience, but it's from other people's experiences and other people's wisdom. Um, I've, I've been lucky and blessed enough to talk to people throughout the industry that have, have made it what it is today. Um, and, and that, that's really important to me. And I, and I understand a lot of you guys don't have that opportunity. A lot of you guys maybe don't have the money to invest in those type of opportunities right now, but it doesn't mean that you can't benefit from someone else's experiences with those opportunities. And that's exactly, again, guys, I go to mobile tech, I go to SEMA, I go to these events, I go to these trainings. Um, it's not just for me, it's for you guys as well. I want to help you guys out to the best of my ability. So thank you so much for watching guys. I really hope you enjoyed it. Like always leave a review, follow, like, subscribe, and have a great rest of the day. Okay. Thank you so much.